Hey everybody, welcome to Workforce Gaming. I am Brad, here with Doug. Hey. We are here to talk about one of my most anticipated games of this year. Mm-hmm. The rare arrival of a giant JRPG, let alone one with clearly a budget, which was cool. Uh, Tales of Arise. Yeah, that is true. It's not. It's like one of the very last few big budget, even Tales, I think that's probably the biggest budget one, but I just feel like oh, there's yeah. big budget RPGs, there's Final Fantasy and persona and like that's about it <laughs> yeah and i mean dragon quest once in a blue moon sure yeah, yeah. And i think this this stacks up fairly comparatively to dragon quest if you're not in the mm-hmm. jail series but this game's good <laughs> yeah it seems like this like tales fans are going wild for this game and i know you're, you've been this is i don't know if we actually talked about tales before but i, I know, know that you're either. just like a, a quiet tales fan <laughs> it's one of those things where like i never bothered getting into it up until maybe the yeah. last five years I finally, I think it was, I played Zysteria on PS4, which is supposedly like the bad one. Yeah. And I played that on PS4. And I was like, oh, so this is just like a JRPG, JRPG. Like oh, we're yeah. not, <laughs> we're not disguising this. We're not trying to make it look cool. We're not, we're just saying, hey, you like JRPGs, come play Tales. And that's pretty much what Tales is. If you want to think yeah. of the most stereotypical JRPG to a T, it is Tales, and I say that purely out of love for this game and this <laughs> series. Since then, I've went through, and I guess probably over the last five years, I've played, I don't remember the name of the Vita one, I think it's Tales of Hearts or Tales of Graces, Zesteria, Brasiria, <laughs> Tales of Zesteria, yes, thank you, uh, Vesperia, they all have those weird things, and then Arise, I just finished up. Yeah. Arise is head and shoulders above all of them because all of Tales games have kind of run on the same engine for about the last 10 years mm-hmm. and Arise is on a new one and it's such a clear bump up that they're putting the effort into this one and going it almost feels like it's their last ditch like if we're gonna keep going with Tales yeah we need to give it one big shot throw mm-hmm. all our eggs in this basket and see what comes out of it and Tales of Arise just has that thing feeling where you're like, this is a big budget game. This is a triple A huge game that is mm-hmm. a super niche JRPG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. I mean, besides like the budget, when you're saying like the budget, is that is that just graphics, or is that are they like kind of like blowing up the scale on this game too? Um, the graphics, like the detail of everything, the writing is fantastic. Voice casting is great. Just mm-hmm. everything about it feels like that big blockbuster game the cutscenes are fantastic they do a lot of so one of the things that tales is kind of known for is jumping back and forth between their engine graphics and their anime graphics they do a lot of just like anime cutscenes kind of thrown in here and this one the way that they've done the cutscenes like you're almost disappointed when you get one of those anime things because Mm -hmm. you're just it looks so good and it fits so well into everything yeah. That when those anime things pop up, you're like, oh, okay, this is cool, but like it actually looks good in engine for the first time oh, ever. That's fun. <laughs> yeah, sure. Because normally you get those, you're like, all right, cool moment. Yep. Ditch the kind of eh, dated looking graphics. Let's get some details. Yeah. Get these cool anime scenes in here. And it just, it's so, so good. Mm-hmm. Do, do like, are those like in game cutscenes? Are they like, are they like well directed, cool in game oh, yeah. cutscenes or are they, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. And so I guess to kind of get into a little bit of what this game is, essentially the story of this, and they launch into this like really exposition heavy intro that you're like, oh God, we're starting with all this. And it really does fill in by the time you go through it. There's two like twin planets they're called, and they're like really Mm -hmm. close together. And basically Dana, which is the one that you start on and you're on Dana and that's the one that you start on. 300 years ago, this got invaded by Rena, who basically like you're like, 
the way it describes it is you looked up to there and you're like, oh, Rena must be this like paradise place. Like this is where we go when we die. This is like this heaven place is what Dana envisioned this as. Yeah. And then they see all these spaceships come down from Rena oh, cool. and they basically just obliterate the planet and enslave everybody in Dana. Holy shit. <laughs> that's... <laughs> and that's the intro of the game is that you are a slave in like the slave camp occupied Rena soldiers. So there's this whole thing of like this occupation between these two things. There's obviously like a whole bunch of like leaning towards racism and how that affects everybody and how everybody views this conflict differently and how they wiped out their culture. And there's so many cool things happening with it, but because it's kind of gets into like this space thing and you always see run up in the top and there's, um, mm-hmm. Lenigus, which is this weird little satellite planet in between that comes into play a little bit later in the game. It always has that cool, like you can see that in the backdrop yeah. And all these cutscenes and everything. And it does a lot of cool things with just like the distance and how everything looks that just, again, feels like it has a budget where it's like, that's not just a little circle up in the sky. And you're like, oh, yeah, there it is, which it would be in like yeah. higher Tales games. But is that that's interesting because I thought Tales were like very super hardcore fantasy. So you're saying like people moving between planets. That's like that's kind of new for the franchise, isn't it? So. I don't want to get super into a lot of the details of the plot. Sure. Okay, that's right. Essentially, because essentially, basically, this this game is two games in one, too. There is a very clear season one and season two, essentially, if you were to think yeah. of it like a TV show, to the point where you play this first season. When that ends, again, one of the things Tales is kind of known for, these big sweeping anime intros with like really good music and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Once you finish this one part, which feels very conclusive for the game, about maybe 20, 25 hours in, it just cuts, does a brand new anime opening, new song, new scenes, new everything, and gets into this. I don't want to get too much into the story, but that initial setup is very fantasy-based. Essentially, the first first setup is your character, Elfin, is a slave who has no memory of his past. Mm-hmm. again <laughs> that's very jrpg 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 um yeah. and also he can feel no pain jrpg okay. that's kind of um good. and you meet Shion, who's this girl who's a renin so again like yeah. danons and renins like very different like levels in society like you don't associate slave not slave and she has this curse where like she can't touch anybody because she has these giant magic thorns okay. that hurt anybody who touches her again jrpg so <laughs> let's just make the connection God, i love how on on the nose both those metaphors are is very funny i think <laughs> I, that maybe if she can't touch because the thorns that's that's too funny <laughs> i i will say especially towards the end like there are some points where you're like okay here's here's a little bit of preaching here's our message we got you thank you yep yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, good sure. point but the the first sentence of the game is basically there are these five lords in this thing called the crown contest and each lord is like they split Dana up when they conquered it into these five areas. Each mm-hmm. one like, oh, here's like the master core is what they call them of winter. <laughs> here's the oh, master gosh. core of forest and of fire. And you basically have to go to all these very fantasy looking realms and defeat the yeah. lords in each one. Um, Alfin essentially going like, I'm sick of this shit. We're freeing all the Danans. We're going to beat these guys. She mm-hmm. going, I have my own motives. again i will say the story is fantastic and the characters in this they're they're six party members each one is fantastic and has their own really deep connection with this dana rena conflict between 
Um, one of them is the last Danons have no ability to use magic, but Renans can, and she, for some mm. reason, is a Danon who can. One is Alfin is a slave. One is the a part of a resistance movement against the oppressive Renan. So they all kind of come together. They all have really good stories. They interact really well, and they're just fantastic characters. Does it stand above like other JRPG stories or characters and that kind of thing, or is it just is it still kind of like that? I mean, it's still JRPG as JRPG. That's yes. kind of like. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, I don't think it stands above it. I think I will say I don't think it sticks the ending. And I think just kind of sure. glancing through some reviews, I think that's kind of a common theme is that it gets a little. Again, we talked about they talk about spaceships in the beginning. There's two planets. It gets a little too hard into the sci-fi stuff at the end. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, we're really pushing things. Like we took this kind of this tight, nice story. And you kind of feel that need almost to go bigger budget, to go bigger, to go huger. Like, yeah. we can't just have this nice story where you're like, oh, yeah, you're going to hunt down all the lords. And once you get them, then we free yeah, the people and everybody's that, happy. Yeah. It's like, okay, no, we need that bigger force. Like, we need the spaceships back. We need to go everywhere. You have that feeling, yeah. which I did say, like, once you kind of hit the... I think I think I was my total time was around forty five hours. I think once you hit like that forty hour point, you're like, "Whew, okay, we're just throwing stuff against the wall here and seeing what yeah. sticks for the the enemy. real bad guy the entire time and that kind of stuff." Yeah, and that is the one weird thing is that the first seventy five percent of this game, fifty percent of this game, doesn't really have a main bad a main bad guy. Yeah, which is really kind of a nice weird thing i couldn't quite tell how i felt about it until they kind of introduced a main bad guy and then i was like oh yeah this functioned better without it because it was a lot of were the danons were like getting oppressed like yeah the villain in this is the renin society like, they, the society <laughs> society is the villain like we're fighting against society yeah. which i thought was like this really cool idea and really weird, weird way to play it where it's not we're not going after the king who's in charge of this sure. we're trying to change society in all of these areas, because they're all closed off because of the way this crown contest focused is basically whoever, whoever, yeah, anyway, obs- whoever JRPG'd enough JRPG energy out of the people <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> wins, wins, wins the, wins the ruler of everything. But yeah, yeah, the way they went about it is each one was like, had a different way of getting that out of there. So like the first one you're fighting is where you're a slave and it's basically like, just go mine some shit. And we're going to work you to the bone. And as you do that, the energy is going to leave your body. You go to one where like, essentially the way that they do it is we're going to basically use fear and everybody's going to be afraid of everybody. So they turn everybody against each other. So you're working in the society where everybody's constantly snitching on each other, turning each other in and looking behind their back. You go to another one where they're like, let's just be peaceful with each other. Like, yeah, we're better than you, but like, we'll still be cool as long as you're doing stuff. (laughs) <laughs> interesting so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get kind of these different areas as you go through and again it just kind of puts this in perspective of like no matter how you deal with this upper class lower class situation it's still shit oh and you're kind of constantly fun, yeah. rebelling against that and again once you get to that end of that first season first chapter first part whatever you want to call it the game shifts to going like but here's who's in charge of it oh sure and you're like, yeah, oh. yeah. but it was that just sucks. kind of cool like i just kind of like this idea of like liberating these individual places and it kind of function more as an anthology versus a big hulking narrative oh, yeah but the game the gameplay <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wanted to bring this up because i know you played the demo and i know your thing was like ah, just the gameplay whatever yeah i loved it i think it's fantastic it's one of those things where it's it's deep enough 
and it does enough mm-hmm. cool things that it keeps you engaged with it. I didn't find it the most difficult game. I also like mm-hmm. got to the point of no return real quick, just sold every item I had and bought a shit ton of healing items for the last battle. So, you know, there's always <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> the Yakuza way of doing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yakuza trained me well. Essentially, it's action combat. Yeah. You, a lot of it's dodging. I did a lot of dodging. Yeah. If you're good at dodging, you can pretty much roll through a lot of this game. But you essentially, you control Alphen, you can, or I controlled Alphen, but you can pick any of the characters to control. They have a basic attack. You each you can assign three arts, which are basically like your magic. Each person has their own. And it yeah. basically is just run up, hit a bunch of things, use your arts. As you use your arts, you charge a boost gauge, which lets you do um, some cool things. So each character has their own boost gauge skill, which essentially affects different ones. So law... Whenever an arm enemy has a shield, if you use his boost gauge, it breaks their shield. Um, oh, okay. There's another one where whenever an enemy charges at you, she uses her shield to stop them, breaks them, and you get a down and essentially do more damage, like a stamina break in Final Fantasy. The thing I never quite understood about the Tales game is because because those characters, they're they're firing off their skills when you're not controlling them. Yeah. And that was the thing. I always thought the battles were like too chaotic because I didn't quite understand what was going on. Yep. So if you can't control those characters, are you only doing like a fourth of the damage to the boss and then the other 75% of the damage is by characters out of your contr- control? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, Final, that's why I don't Final like Fan- it. <laughs> Final Fantasy 12. Final Fantasy 12. So Final Fantasy 12, I feel like, is one of the games that did this really well. Not one of my favorite yeah. Final Fantasies, but a lot of it is in the menus setting up like, okay, like you can turn on and off each character's skills. So like, I only want you to be able to use these four arts. Oh, okay. I so, watch okay, like, gotcha. here's my yeah. priority for how you do things like healing first, then this, then this, then this. So uh, there's a lot of like menu set up for your characters that you can do. Oh, okay. That makes me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Um, And a lot of the damage that you'll do will be from those boost arts. You can do team-up attacks as you essentially get, like, stamina breaks on them. As mm. you hit them enough, you get stamina breaks, and you do tag team attacks with them, which work really well. So a lot of it comes into that. It is a lot of, like, crossing your fingers, hoping the AI does a good job, which, sure, yeah. depending on who you yeah. are, like, I think really sits bad with some people where you're like, had you just cast that healing spell instead of going for another attack, I would have made it through that battle. Yeah, But you didn't. Now we're starting over. So there is some of that. I enjoyed it. Again, if you can dodge, you can get through it pretty easy. Just sure. keep, your, keep your finger <laughs> on that dodge roll button; and it works really well. Yeah. No, I was just gonna ask. I was just saying. I was just thinking, like the, when I played the game, it just like looked. The, the world was just very, very cool. It looked cool, and then it played cool as well. It just. It's, it seems like like the other ones I played. The other one I did play. I this, maybe it's just. Maybe I don't. I don't know which other one I just played. If it was this one just seemed like just bad. so head and above. <laughs> it, huh? it and it, yeah, it is. It's so far above everything else that the series has done. The other thing with combat that's kind of cool that I don't know if I've seen before. Mm-hmm. is your health is managed by CP points, which is its own separate gauge. Yeah. And once you run out of that, you can't do any more healing spells, but that gauge is shared throughout your party. Oh, so, like, because your arts recharge as you go, you don't have, like, an MP that you're expen- or you're, ex- you're expending. Yeah. So you go, art, 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 art. Okay, basic attack a little bit, charge up my arts, run back through them again. Your yeah. healing characters do that as well. So instead of like giving you this option to infinite heal, essentially, you have this constantly decreasing CP points where, okay, like to heal your party is maybe 10, to revive a character is 50. And as you use those healing arts, it de- it co- depletes a little bit. So it's one more gauge to, to manage that I think puts the combat a little bit more in a situation where I feel like I have control of this because I have to watch that gauge. I have to keep, keep that in mind because the combat is 
like you said, very chaotic and a lot of just like smash button, smash button, smash button. Yeah. It gives you one extra layer of strategy. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) do I use items? Do I use my CP points? You kind of have to balance two different resources. Oh, if you you use healing items, it doesn't chew into that. It doesn't chew into that. Oh, interesting. So it kind of gives you two separate systems for healing that I thought was kind of an interesting take that I'd never seen before. That is kind of cool because most JRPGs, like you just end up using cure spells by the end. Like you're like, why do I have all these potions? These exactly. Useless sort of thing. That's kind of fun. Exactly. And then so you also, and you obviously get items that heal. You get items that heal CP. You get CP things coming from your character. So there's a lot of different systems at play that I think work really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. The game's great. Characters are great. One of the other things I like is it does a lot of the, I always go back to Final Fantasy X because it's one of my all-time favorite JRPGs. It does a lot of things where the characters aren't cool with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is one of my like most hated things in JRPGs, where it's like, you just saved my friend. I'm on your party, and we're besties now. Like, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. There's like, a lot yeah, of restarts of strangers. Yeah, exactly. Um, because of this difference between the two societies, there's a lot of because you get a mix of them in your party. There's a lot of like as you go through this, like these characters going like, oh, like you're not such an asshole. Like, okay, like sure. We can do this. And even like, even by the time you get to the end of the game, there's still this like clear cut between a few of them where you're like, I still don't think they trust each other, even though we've been in this party, we've done all these things. Like, you can still see that like built in societal That's hatred cool. of each other in those characters. Yeah, sure. and it just, it manages all that so well and it does it so well. I, I just, I really do love this game a lot. Is it, is this like, is this your favorite Tales game or like, or yeah. is this? Oh, yep. no no question no question um yeah i like vesperia a lot but i think this one's a little bit better just in terms of i liked the characters a little bit more i liked Mm. just kind of the feeling of it a bit more vesperia has a lot of that anime jrpg kind of like fun 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 like Uh, yeah oh sure yeah whereas it less of that yeah it's much more much more of a serious game Oh, way more serious that's good, than because I should have annoyed the game. crap out of me the last time I played. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me more of um, Brizaria. I can never keep these damn things straight. Tales of Brizaria, yeah, yeah. The 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 cool the, the Jack cool. Two version. I yeah, think is it, it, it's a weird middle ground between that because that one's like you're eating people and you're a giant monster and all this crazy stuff with yeah, velvet, so and funny. this is like okay, we're not going to go that dark, but we're also not going to be like happy friends on a pirate ship, which Vesperia sure. gets a little yeah, bit yeah. too much into for me, but. For sure, the best Tales game. Probably one of my favorite games of the year. And just so, so good. Cool. And basically everything that it does. But, yeah. We are Workforce Gaming. You can follow us on Twitter at Workforce Gaming. Subscribe to us wherever you're listening. And we will see you later. Bye.